0: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live from beautiful Los Angeles here in our State Farm Insurance Studios. You're listening to Living the Good Life here on the T-It-Up Radio Network. Great segment coming your way. I love talking baseball. Take me out to the ballpark. And golf, of course, here. Well, in our celebrity spotlight this week, we've got a great, the great, Joe Carter, former Major League Baseball champion, World Series champion, that is. How you doing?
1: You know what? I am doing <laughs> wonderful. If I was doing any better, I'd be twins. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so wait,
0: you're not in Toronto. You are you live in Kansas City?
1: I, I live in Kansas City. Okay. And, uh, I've I've lived here uh, close to thirty years here in Kansas City.
2: Wow, the inter- the internet's got it all backwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, we yeah, yeah, but you know, I my, my wife my wife Dina lives. She was born and raised here in Kansas City, Kansas, and so that's. I mean, we've made our home here since 1986, um, and you know the old adage is you don't you don't buy a house where you play at because as soon as you buy a house, you get traded. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know you said, see- and I and I made that I made that. I made that mistake when I signed with the Padres. I was traded to San Diego in 1990. Played there one year. Bought a house. Just got it all finished, furnished, and everything, and was traded. So yeah, it does happen.
0: Well, you were traded to the Blue Jays and had a nice six years uh, stint there.
1: Well, yeah, I mean se- seven seven years there. Seven, uh, it was okay. Probably the, the the best seven years of my career. Yeah. Uh, the things that transpired in Toronto. Oh man, it was. Totally awesome as they say there,
2: totally. You mentioned the nineteen eighty six and I can only think of my California Angels.
0: Yeah, a long
1: time ago.
2: Championship year. Yeah, that was
0: a long time ago. Jeez.
1: Yeah, that yeah, that that was uh <laughs> they were so close to uh to getting to the World Series and yeah, uh, they that were. was the infamous Boston and and, yeah. and Wow, and, you wow. got a good memory, good Joe. Mine, Dave Henderson who just passed away recently,
2: oh, so that wow. was uh,
0: Yeah. I was a big fan of Dave.
2: Joe, you've got a great memory working, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, when it comes to baseball, I my I do have a uh, as I say, I I have a very good memory. But when it comes to things that I got to do around the house, so my wife says, "Did you do this? Yeah. Did you do that?" I will go, "Oh no, I forgot!" Like, how <laughs> can
0: you forget? You know, Joe, you played for—I mean, quite—I uh, think like six teams. Uh, and, you know, we talked to a lot of uh, former uh, ball players, especially those who have played for a lot of different teams. How do you root for one or two or three?
1: Well, I I look at well, you know what I played for 16s, but now I work for the Diamondbacks. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm a special assistant uh, to my good friend and buddy uh, Dave Stewart. They're the GM. Yeah. Uh, so so my allegiance right now is to Arizona. All right. Uh, is Derek Hall without a doubt? Uh, secondly, after that, it would come it would come down to Toronto because that's yeah. where I spent uh, the, my longest tenure was seven years there. Uh, and and it just so happens, you know, I, I have a golf tournament every year in Toronto, and when we looked at the schedule, we picked the dates that we were going to have the tournament and it, when it coincided with the Blue Jays in town, and it just so happens that they are playing the Arizona Diamondback uh. during my golf tournament in Toronto. So. What's,
2: what's the date, Joe? Uh, we'll promote it.
1: What's that? What's the date of the event? We'll promote it. It is June twenty second, June twenty third. Ah, oh, my birthday. Uh, nice. At, at Eagles at Eagles Nest in uh Maple just outside Toronto. And uh we we use we have a skins game on the twenty second and then a regular scramble on twenty third. Uh we have the uh the Diamondbacks are in town the twenty first and twenty second and so we always, it always coincide with, with taking everybody, all the celebrities to the to the baseball game, which is gonna be a four o'clock game against the Diamondbacks, so uh, I am excited about that because, I, if I'm not mistaken, this may be the first time Arizona has been to Toronto. It could be, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if they have or not.
0: Well, that's great. And it benefits uh, the Children's Aid Foundation?
1: That is correct. Uh, we This is the seventh year that we've done it, and mm. uh, we've raised about $1.7 million wow, that's great. Uh, for the Children's Aid Foundation. It is a phenomenal tournament that uh, we have a lot of fun. We started it seven years ago and. Mm. My friend and um, Chris Samdio and James Dodds, who's my co-chair, we sat back seven years ago and said, could something like this work? And, and I felt that it could because I felt I could get all of the, uh, the big celebrities out. And I said, if I do a tournament, it has to be a big one. Mm. And when you go, and, and you go around all the circuits and everyone's asking you to play in your tournament, then you know you've got a pretty good one because I've got a long list of, uh, of people still waiting to get in.
2: Oh, that's great!
0: That's that's phenomenal. And uh, the the foundation uh, talk about what what it is all about, how it helps and aids uh, children.
1: Well, the the thing that happens, these are all kids who have been abused, who have been left mm-hmm. by their parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had some kids where Jeez. you know the parents get in the car, say, "Come on, we're going to the store." They take them to the Children's Aid Foundation, they drop them off, and never pick them up again.
2: Oh, god! I mean,
1: that's that's how sad some of those things are because they can't uh that they, they can't um uh, provide what they're needed with what they need. Uh you know, you listen to the kids they talk and the stories are just, you know, unbelievable, uh the things that they have went through. Yeah. And so once they turn eighteen, they are out of the system. And I don't know about you but at for me when I turned eighteen, was I ready to be on my own? No I was not. I still needed some mentoring. I needed schooling and so what we have done, we have specifically targeted the ages 18 to 25 in this program. And we mentor them. They have jobs. We give we give scholarships. We give an average of 120 scholarships a year. Uh, we give two full scholarships. Um, and so that keeps them where they're kind of still in the system, where people are still watching them until they turn 25. Wow! Now, these kids, if you listen to those stories, they've went on to – to get their degrees, and so we've had some lawyers, we've had doctors, and then they come back and uh, they get their masters. And the biggest thing is, it almost to the to the T, everyone has said, "Look, I want to find a way where I can help and give back because people gave back to me, and that's what this whole program
0: is yeah, all that's about." Phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Yeah, kudos to you and your entire team for doing that. That's that's Thank absolutely you. wonderful. Um, and again, I want to remind everyone, uh, it's in June, middle, uh, or the end of June, June 22nd and 23rd, correct?
1: Your birthday. Right. If you go to joecarterclassic.com, you will see uh, all the history, the uh, cool. all the order of which we've done things. I mean, uh, you know. We've got great stars lined up. Hey, I'm, a name, I'm a
2: name I'm dropper. We've got, jo-
1: uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Ah. Okay, there you go. Uh, Chris Chris Tucker and George Lopez at the same time. I, I love
0: it. Great. I love it. So
1: so I'm just going to give them the microphone. Yeah, and uh, and and let them go at it.
0: Hey, let me ask you something. Um, You did something that uh, not too many, uh, I I don't even think you can count them all on one hand, how many uh, players got a chance to, uh, in the World Series, walk off and hit a slam, just a huge home run in 1993 to win the World Series. Now, when you were walking up to the plate, I mean, what were you thinking at the time?
1: Uh, What I was thinking... (laughs) Well, I I was not thinking home run at the time Uh, (laughs) because, you know, law of averages would tell you if you go up there thinking home run, if you think a home run a hundred times, it may happen three. So that was not what I was thinking. What I was thinking was I hadn't faced Mitch Williams in a long time. And so I said, you know, Pseudo Gaston always said have a game plan. So my game plan was to take until I got a strike but at least that would give me a chance to see how Mitch was throwing. But I thought about Molitor's on first base, Ricky's on second base, Ricky Henderson. So if I hit a ball base hit, Ricky's going to score. If I hit the ball in the gap, Paul Molitor is going to score. So I was thinking like inside the park, but I was thinking hit the line drive somewhere in the gaps, uh, and that would possibly that would have given us the victory then. So my thinking was that, and not about you know hitting a home run.
0: Man, you played with some great names. I mean, that, gosh, what a great era that was.
1: It, it, it was. Uh, people talked about, uh, you know, the All-Star Games. Yeah. In 93, every time we took the field, we had an All-Star Game because you had, uh, in July, Ricky came over in the trade. So we had Ricky leading off. You had Devon White, Robbie Alomar, oh. uh, myself, Paul Molitor, John Olerud, oh. and to go back to 93... John Olerud, Paul Molitor, and Robbie Alomar finished one, two, three in the batting race that year. First time it had been done mm. uh, in a hundred years. Wow!
2: Uh,
1: so John Olerud was close to hitting 400 that year. I think he ended up hitting 363. Mm. Uh, Molitor hit about 332, and then Alomar needed like three hits the last day of the season uh, to finish sec- to finish third, and he got, I think he got three or four hits. Uh, that last day. So yeah, that's that awesome. was a phenomenal team, and uh, spearheaded by our, our great coach, great manager Sudo Gaston. So we were destined to win, and uh, we had a lot of fun.
0: No doubt about it. Hey, uh, real quickly, I mean, you are a golfer. When did you pick up the game?
1: I, you know, I picked it up. Um, well, when I when I first signed my my big league contract, okay, uh, Louisville Slugger. You know, I had a Louisville Slugger contract, and they would either offer you. This is how great it was back in 1981. They'd offer you $250 or a set of golf clubs. <laughs> and I said, you know, the the big orange bag, the power built.
2: Yeah. And I
1: said, the golf clubs are worth a lot more than 250 So I said, give me the golf clubs. <laughs> and uh, so I picked the game up then. But it, it wasn't, you know, and I played a lot during the season. I played all the time. Uh, you know, the old adage people say that it takes away from your – your baseball swing, uh, hobnob, because a lot of golf coaches will teach the baseball swing as far as when you when you, when you rotate your hands, when you turn your hands over, mm-hmm. how you release the club and everything, same way in golf.
2: And yep.
1: some of my best games are when I played golf that morning and then played played baseball that night. So, you know, I took it up, you know, when I started playing professional baseball, but it wasn't until when I retired that I could really work on my game uh, and get my handicap down. So now I'm able to work on my game and uh, still have not perfected it because no matter how good you are, perfection will never happen in golf.
2: Hey, Joe, is Derek Hall still the president of the D-backs?
1: Oh, Derek. he is Derek is awesome. All right. <laughs> He's yeah, an we, old-time we, friend of ours. We go
2: way back with Derek. Yeah, We used to do some radio you know, with him. I, I
1: spent a lot of time with Derek because of the winter meetings um and and so we were in Nashville this past winter when we, you know, signed Zach grinky uh, made the trade for Shelby Miller. And Derek, as you know, he has I didn't know he had all these Im- impressions
2: yeah, he's good. that
1: he does. And he has these guys spot on. He entertained us every <laughs> night. It was <laughs> hilarious. So,
2: now what what are you doing for the Diamondbacks? Are you a hitting coach?
1: Hitting no, I'm a or... special special assistant to today, Stewart okay. and you know, my job, I think, is more on the field than, than mm-hmm. in, the, in the front office. I know okay. during spring training, I was there for about four weeks. I, I was fully dressed. I was in the dugout talking you know, talking baseball with the guys the whole game. Um, you know, I hang around the batting cages, talk to all the guys. You know, it, it's, it's more or less where I can offer my insight and knowledge uh, on the field. Rather than the front office, because I have no aspirations of being a general manager. Right. Uh, I like the idea of talking to the guys and, and hanging around those guys and and I and I've done that. Uh, but you know, last year I went and scouted a lot of the uh, amateur guys because we had the number one pick last year. We took uh, Dansby Swanson. Nah. So this year it's more or less you know going to see more of the big league club and. And checking out all of our uh, minor league affiliates. I just came recently. Came back from Mobile, Alabama, watching our Double A team there, and then went from there to St. Louis to watch our big league club. So there you go. You know, I kind of make my own schedule, but it gives me a chance to to stay in the game and uh, be a, another another eye and another ear for Dave Stewart.
2: <laughs> so so deep deep down, really, you you really do love our Dodgers, right? <laughs> Yeah right. Ah uh, yeah right.
1: I, I, I mean I, I love the owner. <laughs> I mean I mean Magic. I mean he's one of the. I, I mean Magic Johnson's great. but there you go. Yeah, hey, I, I love it. That's I love that's it. Our rival baby. Hey
0: I hope I hope you save those power belts. They're probably worth something now.
1: <laughs> yes those those persimmon wood. Oh big man. Bag. No. Man. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm strictly a strictly a Nike man. All right, all right, that's cool, man. I, I got all my Nike Nike clubs and ready to roll.
0: Best of luck with your event coming up uh, in June, uh, June twenty second and twenty third. You can go to uh, Joe uh, your website again. It is Joe Carter Classic.
1: Yes, JoeCarterClassic.com, or just type in Joe Carter Golf and it'll come up. All in, right. Uh, We've got after parties. We've had Snoop Dogg perform there. and Pepper. We've got we've got sh- uh, Shaggy and Nutty by Major performing at the after parties. Get
0: year. out
1: yeah it's uh we like to go old school so some opP
0: yeah. I, I'm in mood I'm in the mood for that
1: <laughs> Yeah. Smokey yes, so. <laughs> it, it is it is it is a great event that people uh you know we've got over 80 sponsors that uh, that sponsor this whole thing
0: so. oh congrats yeah good for you yeah, and uh, so I'm glad you have a
1: good time and raise a lot of money for a great cause
0: yeah that cause is absolutely amazing thanks again Joe appreciate it all and keep it in the fairway man
1: all right we'll definitely do that you guys take care
0: Joe Carter, five-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, two-time Silver Slugger Award winner, earner, man, he was was one of the greats. Clutch. Well, yeah, walk-off home run to win. Clutch. Hey, now, back to you live from L.A. Stay tuned.